This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Houston Astros. And the Astros are one win away from their second pennant. Three years. Just put these Yankees away. Hopefully, it leads us to the World Series. Winning the World Series has been the only thing on our minds. Astros. This team's pretty special. Let's take it back. Yankees. And the American League Championship Series, Game 5. Bringing this World Series trophy back to Houston. Everybody's got to come through our house. Deep left field. Let's go. Let's go. And now, Astro Launch. The official pregame show of Houston Astros Playoff Baseball. Brought to you by Houston Methodist. Leading medicine by Gallery Furniture. By Daniels Jewelers. And by Waste Management. Here they come. Now to the Astros broadcast booth. Here's Robert Ford and Steve Sparks. Greetings from Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, New York, where today the Houston Astros take on the New York Yankees in Game 5 of the American League Championship Series. Astros won Game 4 yesterday, 8-3 in the Bronx, as George Springer and Carlos Correa each had three-run homers. And the Astros have a three-games-to-one lead in this best-of-seven series. One more win for the Astros, and they're on to the World Series. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup, and it's brought to you by Houston Methodist Leading Medicine. Well, when you have a shot to clinch, few better to have on the mound than who the Astros have on the mound tonight. Justin Verlander, one of the best all time, not just in the regular season, but also what he's been able to do in his career in the postseason. Yeah, in those uh, clinching games, uh, who better to have than somebody not only with a, a ton of experience, but somebody with a ton of talent at, at the same time. It just doesn't uh, get any better the way things are set up for the Astros right now. Now, there's still plenty of work to do, but when you go out there with a Verlander, you know he's going to be super prepared. Uh, the moment's not going to get away from him. Uh, he's going to get you a lot of innings. He's going to keep you in just about every single game he pitches, and he rises to the occasion. I think he, I think he really relishes these moments to put his team over the top. James Paxton, left-hander, getting the ball for the Yankees. And yeah, frankly, I don't know that the Yankees are really sure what they're going to get from Paxton tonight. Only went two and a third innings in his start in game two. Part of that was Aaron Boone being very aggressive yeah. in terms of how he managed his pitching, which he has done all series. But, I mean, when Paxton is good, he can be really good. Well, if we think that Aaron Boone's been aggressive to this point, uh, heads up, man, because there is no uh, there's no leash for anybody at this point. So right. if anything goes wrong with Paxton, it could be the seventh batter of the ball game uh, where we may see a change in this game. They just they can't afford to, to let it get away from him. And for Paxton, in that last game against, it, against the Astros at Minute Maid Park, it was his inability to throw his breaking pitch for a strike and land it. So the Astros put together some really good plate appearances. He's uh, terribly gifted. I mean, he's got one of the best fastballs for a lefty in baseball. 
But if you can set on that pitch and make him throw it over the plate, it doesn't matter how hard you throw. If you can't throw your other stuff for strikes, you can set on that pitch and, and you can make it a long day for Paxton. Today's keys of the game brought to you by your Houston area Lexus dealers. Well, in the division series, the Astros went up two games to none in that best of five against Tampa Bay. Rays wound up being able to force a do or die game five and uh, Obviously, this is a different series, but the Astros don't want it to, to get even close to that far this time around, trying to finish the job tonight and, and advance. Yeah, well, one thing that we've learned already in both of these first two series, the division series against the Rays and now the Yankees, is the teams that you're facing have phenomenal pitching. Mm -hmm. You know, both of these teams that they face so far have great bullpens. So the stuff you're going to see, and uh, I know a lot of people are wondering what's going on with the Astros offense. Man, I'm telling you what, we're seeing some tremendous stuff. A lot of mid-90s, you know, fastballs on, on the black and, and nasty secondary pitches. So it's not as easy as it might appear when, when you're facing, you know, some of those teams that are sub-500 during the regular season. And that's why the numbers are a little bit down. But this, uh, this Astros team certainly can rise to occasion. Uh, they can find ways to win because they have such good pitching themselves. And the big key, I feel like, for the two wins here at Yankee Stadium has been the Astros getting runs early in yep. ball games, taking leads early in games. And this Yankee crowd can be pretty formidable, but when you're able to mute them a little bit early by taking a lead, that really makes a big difference. Yeah, not only the crowd, and I totally agree with that, not only the crowd, but I was uh, a little, I, 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 I was just scratching my head about how despondent that the Yankees looked in the last two or three innings yeah. themselves. And I don't know if it had a lot to do with the, the stands emptying and, and uh, the way things went, but having four errors in that game and could have been fifth error had it not been on a double play ball. So uh, I think the Astros can throw that knockout punch, punch pretty early in this ball game if they get the lead, say, in the third or fourth inning. Coming up next, we'll hear from A.J. Hinch on the Manager Show, presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll hear from Astros outfielder George Springer. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh-inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. Welcome back to Astrolaunch. I'm with A.J. Hans before Game 5 of the American League Championship Series. Uh, A.J., you've, you've managed a lot of big games here, but you've also came came to Yankee Stadium as a fan one time. Can you share that story? Yeah, you know, I, I, I love baseball and I love <clears throat> historic kind of moments in time and and um you know i was between jobs when when i when i came to yankee stadium what you're the story you're referring to i wanted to see Derek jeter play one last time mm -hmm. i had been drafted out of high school the same time he was um i went to college he went to to um, the yankees and then our careers kind of got a little bit different from there he, sure. he went on to stardom i went on to a lot of people's backing good. up catcher but yeah. um you know, I had a great respect for him. My dad knew his dad before my dad passed away and, and mm. uh, developed a nice respect for him and, and all that he was about. And so when I left the Padres and, and actually while I was interviewing for the Astros job, um, I booked a ticket, came to New York, uh, had a credential so I could get into the stadium as an as a ex-player and, um, and watch Derek Jeter play in person one last time against the Tampa Bay Rays. And ironically, um, had a chance to... to um, 
to see a lot of people that I that I knew, Brian Cashman and and Billy Epler, who's now the GM of the Angels, and mm-hmm. Andrew Friedman was the GM of the of the Rays. They were all in town. Um, popped down onto the field uh, with that credential that I had and got a chance to see Chase Headley, who I had actually traded here oh, yeah. as part of the interim GM process in um, that season from the Padres. So just a, a strange day, but a fun day and a memorable one for me to be able to see one of one of baseball's best play one last time. What stood out about Derek Jeter most to you? His preparation. Yeah. You know, I, it, watching him from across the way. I, you know, I'm a big. I always, as a player, now even as a manager, you'll find me out on the bench. Absolutely. Early, just I'd get a cup of coffee, walk, watch it, go walk outside for early work, and just kind of sit and be outside and talk to whoever's out there. And when you come to Yankee Stadium, you would always see him take early ground balls. You would always see him work on really fine details on defense. Um, it's something I've reminded Altuve and Correa about when I became their manager of a program that he put in that he put in place for himself to be elite. It's funny you say that because Ron Washington was a coach with Oakland a few years ago, and he was watching Correa do the same thing. He came out there early and watched Correa do his early work. And I watch you guys do early work all the time, and everybody's meticulous, including Correa. And Ron Washington told me back then, he said, you know what, this kid's really going to age well. People talk about his size, but he works on things the right way, does things the right way all the time, and his feet are great. No doubt, and I think that, and his and his routine is really great. Yeah. And and obviously, he's been hit with the injury bug a little bit the last couple of seasons, but his work is very diligent. It's yeah. very serious. He knows what he's doing, um, and we practice perfectly around here. This is one of the things I'm very proud of. Is we we practice perfect reps that there were there for the game. We start to make plays when it shows up. All right, Grinky uh, in yesterday's ball game held things together in the first inning. That was big, right? It was big, and it wasn't like he was, you know crazy erratic all over the no. place he was missing by just a, a minimal amount but but they were getting called balls and um, he hung in there we knew he was going to be very you know stoic and his demeanor was going to be good the moment wasn't going to be too big for him but being able to get through that first inning um, relatively unscathed he did walk in the run but um, man it could have been a completely different game had he been you know had given up a hit or even a home run or um, something to where they put a crooked number up there would have been a minute yeah. more difficult for us. Yeah, it gave you your, your offense a chance to kind of get into the game. And uh, the first 30 balls, and I know you, you don't care about these, but the first 30 balls, 15 of those were hit better than 95 miles per mm-hmm. hour by you guys. And we saw it. We could see better contact. Their positioning was good. But you saw somebody might be able to pop somebody. Yeah, we, we did have good at-bats. And that was the goal going into to the CN Tanaka for the second time was, hey, we got to get pitches to hit. You can't just go up there and swing away. We got to be really disciplined in what we choose to swing at. Our guys executed that. Yuli hit into like his tenth line drive out of yeah. the series. He's had a lot of tough luck, but we stayed with it. We had a couple of good at bats. Torino draws the walk. Reddit gets the base hit. Springer hits the ball into the left field bleachers, and the three to one lead really kickstarted us. They cut to you when Presley uh, came in to get mm-hmm. those two big strikeouts, and they cut to you really quick. And I saw you pound uh, the railing of the dugout. It was a big moment, not just for your team, but for him too. Yeah, right? it was. And, and I, you know, obviously the, the momentum in this building is real. You start to feel uh, the inning build and the inning build, the crowd, the game, in-game entertainment. You just—it's a big moment. And mm-hmm. here comes Press, and and he looked, you know, much more like the the all-star reliever, the shutdown reliever that that we've had and and I'm going to stick with him. I wanted him to get that spot. It was a good spot for him both with Hicks even though he had some tough walks, a tough walk. Torres uh was a bad matchup for pretty much all of our guys, but Press has some weapons where he could go. Got the check swing out. 
Um, and then Encarnacion, he 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 pitched him backwards actually and that finished a with a finished pitch. fastball, yeah. which is uncommon for Presley. He throws that breaking ball all the time. So uh, proud moment for me, big moment in the game. But yeah. but getting Presley back confident and in a leverage role. Uh, could really help us moving forward. All right, you got a lineup tweak tonight. You decided to move Carlos Correa ahead of Alvarez. Anything big to that? No, just really the lefty. I want to get Correa okay. in at bat prior to um, you know to, to Alvarez against Paxton. I, their goal is going to get is going to be Paxton to stay in the game a little bit longer. If we can jump out, then they'll bring in right-handed relievers, and and it and it, and it may uh, they may match up a little bit better. But for the we're trying to beat the starter, especially tonight in an elimination game for them. Correa ahead of Alvarez um, with how he swung the bat the last few games and, and also just the left-handedness and familiarity with Paxton. Hated to see CC Matthew get hurt during that game and end his career and see him walk off like that, but Man, he can hold his head high, right? Yeah, it's the only way he was. You were ever going to take the jersey off of yeah, him. That's right. He's got to get hurt. I mean, there's no way he was going to not not keep pitching. And I mean, he, you know, I, I learned today he he hurt himself in the Diaz at bat. So even the early pitches to Springer, he was throwing with a dislocated shoulder. And then, you know, he throws the pitch, and they they saw him be uncomfortable. They come see him. He tries to throw another pitch, and then finally walked off. And his emotion when you see. A veteran player like him, the res- the reception from the fans, his teammates are dug out. Yeah, um, and you see him break down a little bit. It, it, it's emotional for all of us. But he he gave so much to the game, and 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 certainly has the respect of me and everybody else. You talked about making Tanaka work really hard yesterday. Same thing for Paxton. You got to be selective. You do. You you do. You have to be a little uh, a little more ready to ambush him. With you know, he's going to come at you with some power. We'll see if he spins his breaking ball the way he was trying to the other the other day. Got him in trouble because he didn't have command of it. But you you feel like going into the game, you're going to get a fastball to hit. Um, you stay in the zone, and Paxton gets into trouble. You get even more fastballs. So um, he's going to come out hot a little bit. You know, when when their elimination, their backs are against the wall, they're going to have to. That fight mentality is going to come out of them pretty early. So um, you know, if you can punch them in the mouth in the in the first inning or second inning and get them in, in trouble, then then Booney will have to make some decisions given it's an elimination game. And JV's been in this moment many times. You don't have to worry about any preparation, any any kind of emotion, anything like that. Yeah, you? I mean, who's better? Nobody. I mean, you know, he's in, he's one of the one of the best uh, postseason pitchers, regular season pitchers. This generation. Uh, in this generation. Yeah. So we hand him the ball with an opportunity that a win takes us to the World Series. I think he'll relish that opportunity. That's A.J. Hinch. Tear him up tonight. Yeah, Sparky. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. Astroline, the official off-season hot stove show for your Houston Astros. I love that all the Astro fans are here. With your favorite Astros and Major League stars. One of the best relievers in baseball. Will Harris, Todd Kellis, Jeff Blum, Jeff Luno in the house tonight. One of my favorite players on the team is Josh Reddick. Astroline. Presented by Carbine Brewing Company. Live from Pluckers at 1400 Shepherd Drive in Houston. This fall, right here on the Houston Astros Radio Network. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by George Springer, and uh, I want to start off talking about a guy you, you faced for the last time, CeCe Sabathia, who uh, got hurt during your at-bat. Sabathia is going to toss a pitch or two, much to the delight of this Yankee Stadium crowd, to see if he's all right to continue. Wow. Now that, uh, he, didn't feel, he didn't feel good. Nope. He's done. So CeCe Sabathia out of this game. And that's sad. I mean, that's the way he's he's going to end his career, probably, Robert. Yeah. That's tough to see. 
So he comes out of this ball game. Jonathan Loisigo, who had been warming already, comes in. He'll get as much time as he wants. Everybody on the Astros, including George Springer and Jose Altuve, applauding CC Sabathia as he slumps going back into their dugout. Yeah, they know that they could be seeing the end of a fantastic career. And lot of coming out of the game and now has been replaced and uh, had already said this was going to be his last season, just had his uh, farewell press conference. And uh, I mean, a guy who I'm sure you, you grew up watching and uh, you'll always you'll always be the, the answer to a trivia question, a guy that you face quite a bit. Yeah, um, you know, utmost respect for him um, as a player, but also as, as a, a human being. You know, he, he's he's a great guy. He 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 always has been. Um, you know, he's he's not fun to compete against. You know, the, the way that he goes about it, it's it's he's so fierce. Um, he's so competitive, but off the field, he's the complete opposite. You know, he, he's he's the man. Um, so it's a a pretty sad moment. You know, to to watch him walk off the field like that but you know I, I hope he can hold his his uh, his head up high without a doubt and you certainly can hold your head up high with the way you've been playing in in this postseason had a home run yesterday and Correa also had a home run I don't know if you know this but it's the sixth time you and Correa have homered in the same postseason game that's the most of any pair of teammates all time that, that's that's pretty amazing and that ball's driven to left field back on a garter he's on the warning track there it goes George Springer a three-run shot gives the Astros the lead. It's 3-1. to one. The Astros had been 0 for their last 16 in this series with runners in scoring position. Doing a great job of building an inning here. Torinos with the four-pitch walk. Reddick looping that single in the right and then the blast from Springer. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's cool. Um, I think the most important important thing is is that we, we win those games yeah. um you know i i think a lot of people put emphasis on stats and all this other thing in the postseason when that's that's not what it's about you know that's it's it's not ever about stats in the in the postseason it's it, it's about wins and losses you know what, what did i do um today to help the team so you know it's it's just kind of one of those things where you just have to stay in the moment um and and to, to try to do something whether it's offensively defensively on the base pass you know draw a walk get hit by a pitch you know do, yeah. do do anything that you possibly can to help the team win and then you know you know pass the the, the baton on to the next guy that three-run home run that you hit you know, hits with runners in scoring position have been hard to come by for both teams in this series how big of a lift was that not just for you but but for the the entire team or that early in the ball game i think it's huge um you know, I, I think Zach did a, did a heck of a job of getting out of the first inning with with, yeah. with only one, um, and then you know for for us to come back right there, you know, um, Hatrinos with, with a big walk, Joshua Reddick with a, a a big hit, and then you know for for, for us to make them kind of play from behind um, was 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 obviously huge for us. Whenever you can silence this crowd at Yankee Stadium, especially early, that's that's always big. You've you've played a lot of games here. Uh, I imagine you, you went to. Did you go to games at the at the old stadium as a fan? Um, not not all the time because mm-hmm. actually Boston is actually closer to my hometown. Right. Um, but I I, I did. Um, you know this is this is this is one of the hardest places to play in the world. Um, 
you know, it's one of the hardest places to play in the regular season, let alone October. Um, so, you know, for us to, to come in here um, and take the first two um, is huge for us, you know, to at least, you know, to to know that if if, if things don't go well, we're, we're heading back to Houston and, and you know, get a, a shot to play in front of our fans. So, you know, for, for us to handle that is great. And We'll see what happens today. I want to ask you about a play. You talk about the little things in the postseason, how important those are. Game three, you drew that walk. Astros were leading. Uh, pretty close ball game at the time. You draw the walk. Take off for second base. Jose Altuve hits the ball to the right side, makes it first to third. Wind up getting a, a couple of runs that inning. Was that something that uh, you guys had kind of talked about? Was that a, a hit and run that you put on? How did that How did that work? Um, no. It was one of those ones where I was going to go. Um, I, I actually, you know, playing with, with with Jose uh, for this long, I actually kind of expected him to swing if he got something you know he can hit, and he, he's he's so good at at, at kind of being able to place the ball where he wants to. Um, it's I mean I'm not surprised um, yeah. you know that 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 he was able to do, 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 do that and and you know get me over the third. Um, you know that's, that's a a huge huge you know huge hit by him right there. Just 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 having the awareness to you know not try to do too much and just. Basically, just hit the ball where it's pitched. It's you know that 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 that's extremely hard to do. All right, George Ranger, thanks so much for joining us. Hopefully, next time we see you, you're soaked in, soaked in champagne. All right, appreciate it. The chase for the pennant for a third straight year happens here. The Astros win the AL West and headed to the postseason. Astros Radio. We win three more series. We're gonna hang another flag. Enjoy tonight. Houston's exclusive hometown call. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.